Ladies and gentlemen, my brothers and my sisters, fellow believers in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service. Service family members, my beloved. Welcome to the standing between the living and the dead devotional service and also right after the devotional service we will have communion today so get your red wine ready or red grape juice in my opinion white grape juice will not do Kool-Aid will not do soda pop will not do do not disrespect God like that. You have time to send somebody to Corpus if you don't have any leavened bread, unleavened bread rather, uh, unleavened bread, just go to Corpus, go into the Jewish sec section in the, uh, anything that's kosher uh, and, uh, and is unleavened, go ahead and get that. And just break it up. Small pieces. You're not trying to have lunch. And uh, take communion only if you are saved and born again. It's unfortunate that I have to say it like that today. I want you to, I want to, I want you to make sure that you're saved and born again. Because if you're saved and born again, you will act differently. And uh, because Jesus Christ will be on the inside of you, causing you helping you to act differently. Contrary to what you think, there's no such thing as a Christian who continues in sin. There's no such thing. There's no such animal. There's no such thing. Because you will either be severely chastised or severely dead. Because God does not play that. You have been bought with a price. The precious blood that is the life of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is God, 100% God, 100% man. Okay? So, God does not play that. Jesus does not play that. Uh, contrary to what you may have heard from the sweet uh, churches of today, that's not the case. Okay? Okay? And, and, and communion is uh, a checkpoint, if you will. Um, you need to make sure you are a child of God, you're born again, you're saved, and not just a church member. And you need to make sure that you have confessed all of your sins to God Almighty in the name of Jesus Christ, and that you have repented of your sins because God does not play that. God is very loving, very merciful, 
very gracious, but he has been misrepresented by sinful, proud, stubborn, rebellious preachers. Uh, there's a uh, love side of God, if you will, and there's a wrath side of God. God is very angry uh, with the wicked every day. God changes not. That's what he said in uh, Psalms. God is angry with the wicked every day. He's angry at their sins. He suffered. Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died for our sins. He is the uh, sacrificial Passover lamb of God for our sins that we have committed against him, against his law. Okay, so this is the reason why God does not play. God did not play about providing you salvation, and he, do, he does not play today if you receive that salvation and then you want to continue in your sin. God forbid. God forbid. So, hear me well on that now. That's why thousands, yea, millions of so-called church people have died over the past three years. Bishops, pastors, doctors of theology, pastors' wives, uh, uh, ministers, evangelists, prophets, self-proclaimed prophets have died. Why? Because God is so merciful and so loving, he probably allowed people to take communion unworthily for years. God does not move as quickly as we would move against evil and sin. Because of his mercy and grace and the space that he gives you to repent. But I'm here to tell you that God does not play. Do not think that he plays. And, and, and the church has heard about people dying for taking communion unworthily for years. They didn't believe it. But now they believe it. Don't play with God, people. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. So for those of you who are truly born again and saved and you are not living in sin, you're not shacking up with anybody, male or female, the opposite sex or the same sex for sure, or for, with anybody, you're not having sex with anybody that you're not married to. When we get ready for communion. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, uh, this is Daniel White the Third, 
president of Gospel Light Society International. With the White House, daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 698, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true non-fiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today we are reading 2 Chronicles chapter 12 verses 15 through 16. Shall we pray first? And this is a good time for you to pray. This is a great service for preparation for communion if you're sincere and if you're serious about the Lord. This is a good service to get your heart right with God. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And uh, Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for the millions, the many, and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years, each and every day of our lives, and help none of us to take that lightly. And uh, Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will have continued mercy and grace, Lord, upon me and all other uh, people who are truly born again and saved by your amazing grace. And where we have sinned in word, thought, or deed, where we have grieved your Holy Spirit, quenched your Holy Spirit, all unrighteousness, for Jesus Christ's sake, Lord, please forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures. As we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. 
crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us this morning, this early afternoon, and fill us afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. And uh, Holy Father God, I do pray that you would deliver each and every one of us born again and saved in my family, in this audience, in this country and around the globe. Deliver us, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right. And Holy Father God, to do that which is pleasing in your sight, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would indeed, Lord, grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to do your will and not ours, no matter, and Lord, I pray that you will help those of us who are saved and born again, Lord, to uh, be humble, pray, seek your face, and turn from our wicked ways, and repent of our wicked sins. And, uh, and get back to you, our first love. Pardon me, Lord. And I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, help us to get back to you, our first love. For those of us who are saved. And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation, Lord, of everyone who is religious and not saved in my family, in this audience, in this country and around the globe. And Lord, I do pray that you would open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and help them to be able to see and hear the true gospel and not religion and get saved today. And uh, Lord, I pray for my own wife, who I believe has an interest in religion, but is not born again, not saved. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that uh, she would humble herself and repent of her sins and get saved today. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast the devil and the demons of hell uh, out of her life, uh, cast out the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of her life and out of the lives of her family members, her mother, 
and her siblings and uh, her aunts I cast the same demonic spirits out of my mother and my sisters and other family members and Lord save their souls open their blinded eyes and unstop their deaf ears <clears throat> and Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and Lord uh, if any of my children have been cursed with the generational curses of the demon spirits of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias. Uh, Lord, cast it out of them as well. Break the generational curse in their lives. And Lord, help them to examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith. And Lord, I pray that they will not listen to their woke family members and woke church members and woke friends and try to hinder uh, the ministry that they were raised up in and that launched them to do great things for your kingdom, for your glory, your praise, and your honor. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would save those who are lost Revive those who are saved. Heal those who are sick. Lord, and comfort those who are grieving and mourning. In this country and around the globe. And comfort them as only you can. And draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would grant me your energy, your strength. Your unction, your anointing, your freedom, your liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, do right, and do that which is pleasing in your sight. But most importantly, right at this moment, to preach right, to teach right, to pray right. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would uh, lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears. Block our enemies in the family and out of the family. Uh, block the persecution as only you can. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for giving me your grace and your strength to endure uh, the thorn in the flesh, to endure persecutions, distresses, and afflictions, as well as tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions. Lord, coming from the world, coming from a Judas Laodicean church and coming from even my own family members. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you for giving me the grace to do that. At the same time, Lord, I pray that you would thwart their demonic, satanic plans. Uh, Holy Father God, uh, stop 
the woke family members, the woke church, and the woke world uh, from trying to keep back online and on social media uh, the preaching of your holy gospel and your holy word and your biblical truth against their sins. And I pray that you'll pave the way, unclog the lines, help people to stop lying and hiding and being dishonest and trying to stop the preaching of your holy word. Help them to understand that they're fighting against you. And that's a very, very, very foolish thing to do and very dangerous. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that those who are trying to block us on Facebook, block us on YouTube, block us on other outlets and uh, places, that you will thwart their uh, demonic plans <clears throat> from the inside and from the outside. And Lord, they know who they are. And Lord, you know who they are. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm not the only one being persecuted this way. Lord, uh, and some preachers have received uh, more persecution than I have. So, Lord, I do pray that at the same time, while you have given me your grace and strength to deal with it, I do pray because I believe you hear and answer prayer so much that you deliver me and protect me in the ministry from uh, these devilish people. Uh, protect me in the ministry, Lord, from uh, and deliver us from our distresses and afflictions, persecutions, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. And deliver us, Lord, also today from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress, problems, troubles, and difficulties that we're facing. And Holy Father God, I pray, uh, and I thank you, for remembering your mercy, love, and grace in the midst of a time of deep rebuke and chastisement against your church, or for your church, to your church, and for the world so that they can come to know your Savior. And Holy Father God, I uh, thank you for the privilege to preach your Holy Gospel and your Holy Word each and every day. And Lord, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you will uh, indeed uh, protect, Lord God in heaven, my family and all other Christian families in this audience and beyond in this country and around the globe. Protect us, Holy Father God, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil. Protect us, Lord, from the demons of hell. Protect us, Lord, from evil woke family members, protect us from evil, woke church members, and protect us from evil, woke uh, people in the world. 
Place Holy Father God upon us, the whole armor of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Bring all things to my remembrance into my mind. Give me, Lord, continue to give me great wisdom, knowledge, understanding, insight, and discernment uh, far beyond my years and far beyond my experience and far beyond my education. For your glory, praise, and honor, have it to all have everything we do to be done for your glory, praise, and honor, and for the glory, praise, and honor of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, I bow to your kingship, and I pray, Lord, that you would bless your humble servant uh, to remain humble and to totally depend upon you. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible, at Second Chronicles chapter 12, verses 15 and 16. Now the Acts of Rehoboam, first and last, are they not written in the book of Shemaiah, the prophet, and of Ido, the seer, concerning genealogies. And there were wars between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. And Rehoboam slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. And Abijah, his son, reigned in his stead. Shall we pray? Before I pray, let me remind you that we are reading through the Chronological Bible. You can get the Chronological Bible on gateway.com free of charge. We are posting it three days at a time on bcnn1.com. Illusion has been sent by the devil. The world calls it wokeism. I call it deceptionism. In fact, I believe most people living today are deceived. I believe much of what you see is a lie. I hate to say this. God knows I hate to say it. And I don't bring God in. I don't say, I don't take God's name in vain. I believe God knows I hate to say what I'm getting ready to say. I believe that most so-called pastors are deceived. They are deluded. Um, and have no clue as to what's going on. Totally lost in space. There's only a few godly, faithful men who know the time and what to do in the time. Very few. I hate to say that, but that's the truth. And I hate to say what I have said. 
you, most pastors and most churches you cannot look to for guidance. Why? Because they are the blind, leading the blind. And I feel sorry for you if you're still caught up in personality, <coughs> charisma, how he makes me feel, and all of that garbage. I feel sorry for you. And that's all you want in a church is his charisma or his uh, looks or his uh, energy. And that uh, you still caught up in that and caught up in man like you were before the plague. I feel sorry for you. <clears throat> the deceived are leading the deceived. That's what's happening today. You better get a hold of God. You better get a hold of Jesus Christ. You better pray in the name of Jesus Christ. You better read the Bible for yourself or you are not going to make it and your family is not going to make it. You can believe that. That's across all denominations. Not one denomination is better than the other. Most so-called Protestant churches are no better than the Catholic Church. That's, that's, that's sad. And you're, you're not going to hear this anywhere, anywhere else. I'm, I'm telling you, you, you cannot follow these so-called religious leaders anymore. You've got to follow God and Jesus Christ. I, 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 I can't even recommend a church uh, today, hardly. If I were you, I would stay home and find the best church that comes the closest to the Bible. I can recommend Dr. Tony Evans. I can recommend as far as a man of God. I can recommend Dr. Charles Stanley. Beyond that, maybe Dr. David, maybe, maybe Dr. David Jeremiah. But most of these pastors, even big name pastors, have been compromised. I can, I can name those three, and I can name Charles Stanley and Dr. Tony Evans for sure because they don't allow themselves to get caught up in politics. That's a very dumb thing for a preacher to do. Dumb, 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 dumb. To become compromised. In, uh, with politics, diluted by politics. A preacher who is diluted by politics, that's just like drinking some wine that has been diluted by water. I don't know what you're drinking, but it's not wine. Okay? That's all free. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 201. Thank you, Daniel Ezekiel.
one of our most popular uh, podcasts. The reading of the treasury of David. Psalm 1836. The Bible reads, this is where we are. Thou hast enlarged my steps unto me, that my feet did not slip. Psalm 1836, Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, that my feet did not slip. Dr. Charles Haddon Spurgeon, used mightily by the Lord, called the Prince of Preachers for a reason. He being dead, yet speaketh. A smooth pathway leading to spacious possessions, and camping grounds by the way hello Daniel Ezekiel good morning good afternoon Daniel Ezekiel good afternoon Danielle had been opened up for him instead of threading the narrow mountain paths and hiding in the cracks and corners of caverns. He was able to traverse the plains and dwell under his own vine and fig tree. It is no small mercy to be brought into full Christian liberty and enlargement, but it is but it is a greater favor still to be enabled to walk worthily in such liberty, not being permitted to slip with our feet, to stand upon the rocks of affliction, is the result of gracious upholding. But that aid is quite as much needed in the luxurious plains of prosperity as it is while we're walking through the wilderness, and I'm adding that part today. Glory be to God. We want God to enlarge our walking space that we do not slip and fall. Amen. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you, Lord, from time to time for enlarging our space, walking space. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us from falling. And Lord, thank you for when we have fallen, uh, you picked us up, cleaned us up, and made us fit for your use again with great forgiveness, love, mercy, and grace. I don't understand it all, Lord, but I thank you for it all. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. My uh, son, Daniel Ezekiel, has us uh, reading Ephesians chapter 6. 
verses 10 through 20, which I did start that yesterday. I just left it as it was. But we're actually in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4. So we're going to leave his up. Uh, but my wife is putting uh, the passage where we actually are, because I don't ever want to be accused. Uh-uh. Get this clicked it off. I don't ever want to be accused of skipping areas in this passage. Uh, that concern me because I really want to dwell on the fact that God God is very specific about what he does you 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 need to take him for exactly what he's saying and um, and not try to surmise that you're wiser than God or you're Smarter than God. This is this is this is a fallacy. <laughs> okay, because of our wicked, sinful, ungodly nature, we are so filled with pride. We foolishly think that God is old-fashioned and out of date, and God does not really know what He is doing. This is the same uh, fleshly spirit that's in young people regarding their parents. Now, see, we think God is out, there are people who think God is outdated, and they are more interested in the genius of Elon Musk and what he's doing than the genius of God who created Elon Musk and gave him the capacity the brain capacity to do what he's doing. And God has done this brain capacity thing for many, many years. There, there are people that God has created that in their minds is worlds. worlds. They, they, got a whole, they had three, four, or five different worlds going on because God created them and made them that way. Do you hear me? Albert Einstein comes to mind. God gives people the ability to do that. <laughs> so stop thinking you're smarter than God, man. God is, is, is literally light years ahead of you, man. Come on. That's your pride, thinking that God does not know what he's talking about. Everything God has done, he has done with exactitude, including his word. He did not leave out the mother uh, uh, without reason. No. because I, God knew before we knew that the woke society uh, that's been in America for over a hundred years, the American spirit is was going to Lift up the woman above the man. I know you don't like some of the things I say, but I say them because I am rebuking this whole society and this whole damnable foolishness that the man is nothing and the woman is everything. To hell with that. See? 
Well, don't you know girls run the world? Don't run me. You might run these other men out here, these metrosexuals, these effeminate little weak little boys. You can run them and disrespect them. You don't run me. I don't care what Beyonce says. I, I don't care what Beyonce says, and I love Beyonce. I think she's a beautiful woman. And I, I'm proud of Jay-Z and Beyonce staying together with everybody else getting a divorce. In the church. I'm proud of jo uh, John Legend and his wife staying together. Going through difficulties and staying together. Uh, and, and they're lost. I'm proud. I, and and I, he's not my hero. He may be your hero. I'm proud of Obama. And his wife, Michelle, staying together. While the people in the church are getting a divorce. And I, you can say what you want. I'm not Democrat, Independent, or Republican. I'm for righteousness. But you can say what you want. Uh, uh, Biden's wife is something else. She's going to go down in history as one of the best first ladies ever. She is. She's, she's dynamite. But you don't run me. For her to <laughs> for her to put up with uh, Biden not knowing where he is and stuff like that, she just she she knows he does not know where he is, and she she just rolls with it, Jack. And she just helps him and helps and helps and move on and move on. And she's not trying to usurp his authority. But if he's going off, if he if he's going to walk off the stage, she's going to rescue him. Glory be to God for a good wife like that. She's going to be one of the best first ladies uh, in history. You can, I don't care what what you what you have to say about it. She's going to be one of the best. Okay. Hear me well. She she did this is and you have to understand these people are politicians from day one. They they know how to do this. Don't fool yourself. And you can criticize and uh, Biden is, is not even here with us half the time. He runs the White House and the government uh, uh, because he's been doing this for so long. He's a politician. Okay? Uh, but my point is, God knows what he has done, what he is doing, and what he will do already. So little, puny, little old you. And I know you don't like that. But that's all we are. Okay? Because we, we were so dumb, we violated the word of God. And disobeyed the word of God who made the world. So stop. That's why God had to tell you in his wisdom. Stop thinking more highly of yourself than what you are. Seriously, people. Have you lost your mind? I'm here to help you find it. <laughs> See? So, that's, that's probably one of the reasons why God put this verse like he did. 
Ephesians 6, 4. In the family. And this has got to be lined up right in the family if you want your family to be successful. And victorious. You're, you're probably looking at the only man who has ruled in his family. My mother didn't rule me. After I left my mother, my mother has not ruled or controlled or dominated me not one day. And I love my mother. I respect my mother. But I'm over her in the ministry, whether she likes it or not. I'm over my sisters in the ministry, whether they like it or not. And none of them should be in the ministry like they are. And as a prophet, I can't preach to other disobedient Jezebel women and not preach to them. That would make me a hypocrite. And I firmly believe two can't walk, uh, two can't, uh, walk together unless they be agreed. Do you know that some of you people uh, can do away with all of the conflict, some of the conflict in your life with your so-called family members and your blood pressure rising and all that? You, you, you probably need to cut them off. If they're not willing to walk with God and submit to the word of God and truly be born again and saved, if, if there's always conflict between you and somebody, somebody's lost. Don't go and buy an evangelical book on how to uh, 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 get along with the devil. How to love a devil. I'm going to write that book, How to Love a Devil. And only God can Put that in you to do that. I told my wife that I was going to write a book, How to Love a Devil. I'm talking about her. She, she proceeded to steal my title and, and put it in, uh, as a chapter in her devotional book for women. Uh, you can't do that. That's, 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 uh, she's a thief. When I was a youngster in high school, uh... I thought I was doing something if I watched a serious show uh, all the way through instead of reading a serious book. And the thief, I would come home from school to, I mean the show I would come home from school to watch was titled, It Takes a Thief. And I guess I, I got prepared for the wife that I was going to marry because she's a thief. Ephesians 6, 4, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath. Why would God tell fathers that? Because God is provoked to wrath. And he holds back with great love, mercy, and grace. That's what you need to understand about God, man. God is angry with all of this mess that's going on down here. If I can get angry at 4 o'clock in the morning about some FedEx driver snatching a child and killing her, murdering her within an hour to the point that I want to kill somebody, doggone it. I don't even know these people. 
I had to hold back some things I was going to say in the article. I held back my wrath. I don't know these people. I don't know the little girl. But if I was beside that man somewhere in close proximity, God would have to hold me. <laughs> Seriously, man. I can't. God is holding back his wrath, but one day you need to understand that his wrath will be unleashed. And so God is lovingly telling men who he made in his image. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath. Don't be angry and wrathful towards them to provoke them to wrath. Don't be mean. Don't be hateful. Don't be uh, two-faced. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't Act like you love one uh, uh, child over another. Don't be inconsistent. See? Don't let your wife mistreat your children. Because what's going to happen with that right there, my friends, is they're going to grow up and hate both of you. You took her, you took her word over us and we were not lying. She was lying. Don't do, don't do things like that. Don't come down hard on one and don't come down hard on the others. If you say I love you to one, you say I love you to the other. You make sure you do that. The love of God in you will make you do that. Because the only love in the world, my dear friend, is God's love. Everything else is bogus. And, and children can feel whether or not they, that you love them. They, they know it. You hear me? They know it. And they also know if you don't love them. Instead of doing that and getting angry and being wrathful and being a hypocrite and being a phony in front of your children... Not loving them, being uh, partial, <clears throat> do this, but bring them up in the nature and admonition of the Lord. Now, remember, God is talking to who? The Father. You know who raised my seven children with my wife? Me. And I even protected them from her. That's the truth. Whether you like it or not, you sweet evangelical, you sweet woke evangelical, Protestant, Baptist, uh, charismatics. I raise my children. Their mother did not love them, but I loved them for her. That's why when they were little and had pure hearts 
towards the Lord and towards me and towards others. They wrote me letters calling me the father and the mother. Back in those days, that was not, you know, that was not an issue. <clears throat> that was not a problem back in those days. I didn't, it didn't bother me at all. I wore it as a badge of honor. Because when their mother did not want to cook for them and feed them, buddy, they got some McDonald's. They got, what? Dollar meal. Later for the Happy Meal. No, no. Dollar meal. Dollar cheeseburger. Oh, we ate some, we, listen to me. We ate some McDonald cheeseburgers for a dollar. Fries for a dollar. Sometimes a soda for a dollar. But I didn't care too much about the soda. I didn't give them too many sodas. But buddy, when, when, when the chips were down and mama was not cooking right and burning the food, uh, papa came through. Oh, y'all didn't eat yet? I then told her to make sure y'all eat three times a day. You didn't eat your lunch? Well, okay, come with me. Let's go to McDonald's. And when we got to Texas, let's go to Jack in the Box. Or Burger King. They all had a dollar menu. They don't have that today. Back in those days. Oh, we killed some dollar meals. Yes, sir, buddy. Let's go to church. I'm not saying it was all good for us, but they ate something. And they were happy about it. And I was too. And every time they ate something good, I had something good. You say, well, preacher, did you get your wife a dollar meal, a cheeseburger, and some friends? No, I did not. To this day, I don't cook for my wife. And if she does not cook for me and cook for these children, buddy, she didn't get anything. Not from not from the restaurant. She had to fix her own food. To this day, that don't sound like love. That is love. The woman has to do her job. Period. You do your job. You do it consistently. You do it with the right heart, attitude, and spirit, and you'll get yours. You'll get yours. But if you don't feed your children, you don't cook to feed your children and your husband, your husband and your children, and do it right, I'll change it up on you and make sure my children get something uh, good to eat, and I'm going to get me something good, and you can make, your, you make whatever you need to make for yourself. I have never cooked for my wife, and I told her, even after the children got grown, you got to take care of yourself. And, and, and you do what I tell you to do, fix what I tell you to fix me, but I'm not cooking for you now, because see, if you were a great wife and mother like you should have been, then I wouldn't mind sharing some of the stuff I might get. But since you were not that, baby, you're going to have the burn. You're going to have the cook. And you take care of me, fix what I want you to fix, and you fix what you want to fix. And we may not eat the same things at the same time. Because I remember how you mistreated my children. And I, have, I will never forget that. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, you're still on the punishment for not doing what you should have done. You say, preach, that's why I don't like the patriarchy. That's why I don't like men like you. Uh, you're being mean. No, I'm not being mean. 
Uh, and all you women know deep down I'm not being mean. If she did that, she, she deserves what she's getting. You say, well, have you forgiven her? Yes, I have forgiven her. But she has not changed. See? And if I was married to you, I would do you the same way. You say, well, I'm glad you're not married to me. I'm glad I'm not married to you either. The feelings are mutual. But I made sure God through me, and I mean that, I rose to the occasion. God through me, I made sure my children ate. And in a sense, my dad was that way. If my mother didn't cook, now you didn't want my dad's cooking, but you would eat. Some strange foods, Martian food, alien food. And you would have some K-Roll syrup. That's white, clear syrup. They're they, they not even trying to fake it. K-Roll. Welfare syrup. And my dad would get some flour and throw some crackling up in the flour. Uh, why he did that, I don't know. And then he'll come to the day. There you go. And we were so hungry, it, it, we had we had to eat it. Crackling pancake with some clear KO syrup. That's all he would make. That's all he knew how to make. No meat, nothing like that. And 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 every now and then you can get a fried bologna sandwich. Or or have that bologna fried bologna sandwich. Tossed over to the side. That's your meat, and and we don't. Nobody knows what's in Maloney to this day. So allow me to read in your hearing this verse one more time, fathers. God is speaking to you specifically. Now, if you have a good wife, she's going to help you take care of those children. If you don't, you have to rise to the occasion and make sure those children are taken care of. Now, I didn't, I didn't go in there and cook like my dad, but I made sure they ate. And that's what all, and listen to me, I'm not the only one. There are other great fathers who are saved men and they're good men. Contrary to what this wicked, woke nation wants to say about men. Pushing men down to the ground like they're nothing. God does not see men that way. I don't see myself that way. I don't see men that way. There are many other Christian men who made sure they rose to the occasion to take care of their children. They don't take the credit like I do. See? Because they want to be quiet and not, you know, ruffle any feathers and make mommy mad. I don't give a doggone about that. It's, it's gone too far. Listen to me very well. Listen to me very good. If you get Dr. Tony Evans riled up about this, and he does not back down, Dr. Tim Clinton riled up about this, and he doesn't back down, buddy, these men are way more loving than I am. They have a pastor's heart. I don't. I do not. You hear me? 
<laughs> I'm not saying I'm proud of it, but I don't have that kind of art, man. I don't get nothing about I don't get nothing about that. But these men, they have seen the damage done in so-called evangelical Baptist Bible circles. And even charismatic circles. Dr. Tim Clinton is connected to all denominations, just like Jay Adams was. And Dr. Tim Clinton took the place nationally, worldwide, of Jay Adams. I think they got, I think I have I have his name right, Jay Adams. Everybody. He he's connected to the charismatics, Baptists, by and he's seen it all. And he's a loving, not only pastor kind of a guy, but counselor kind of a guy as well. I have none of that in me. But if these two guys and the president of, of uh, Promise Keepers, these three alone, pretty much all of them who will say anything about it, of what I'm talking about. This putting down of men, men are no good, this hatred of men, and the, this so-called rise of women, girls, on the world, that, that's, that's ass backwards, man, according to Bishop Daniel White. Julie, I'm just using his terminology, don't get mad at me, he's in heaven. Huh? See? And then, and then these same women who do all of this beating down of men... They don't want the man to be that way. When it's time for the man to take control in the bedroom and other areas, they don't, want, they don't even want, they're not even attracted to a man like that. They'd rather be with a man who got some fight in him, some manliness in him, a little craziness in him, who's not going to submit to them. They, that, that's the kind of man that they are going to be with. If they want to get... Uh, uh, intimate with is that that's the kind of man they want to be with no, no I don't care if you like it or not people all you women know that I even saw something the other day on on the uh, Hallmark channel the women were talking about a certain man and uh, the women the beautiful two women said uh he looks dangerous. He looks dangerous to me. And the other lady turned around and said, See, that's what I like about him. He looks dangerous. Yeah, that's what I like about him too. <laughs> that's the kind of man you want. Somebody who's not going to kowtow to you, looks kind of dangerous, who's going to take control. That's what you want deep down. But you're caught up in the woke foolishness. And in your mind, you beat the man down to a little boy. Now you're not even attracted to him. You'd rather have a woman and pound yourself, uh, yourself together in the bedroom with no penis. That's crazy. You've lost your righteous minds, penis people. <laughs> You've lost your righteous minds, women. When you know that's what you need. People. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up. That means don't get so angry you are wrathful, and then that's going to provoke them to wrath and anger.
but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That's the best thing I did for my children, bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. As long as they did good, I rewarded them, patted them on the back, loved on them, and so forth, and complimented them all of my life. The God in me did that. When they did evil, I whipped their behinds. I admonished them, okay? And that's what you need to do, fathers. You're not helping them by coddling your children, letting them get away with evil. You will be the one who put them in jail. When they go into the store and steal something, you will be the one responsible because you did not stop them from stealing when they were little. See, you didn't whip their butts when they stole something. In fact, you thought it was cute along with your wife who's a thief. All right. I've been hard enough on you today. Let's pray for others. Let's pray for other families. And let's get ready to take communion. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, I pray now for every person who names the name of Christ. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our wicked sins, of disobedience to you in all areas, especially in the area of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. And uh, Lord, help us to repent of our wicked sins. And Holy Father God, also, I pray that you would have mercy and grace upon those of us in the family, in Christian families, so-called, and please forgive us of our sins, of disobeying your explicit word, your clear word, trying to do family Pardon me, Lord, our way. And Lord, I pray for the salvation of all families that do not know you as Savior or people in the family who do not know you as Savior. And help these families to apply your holy word. You said, ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. And Holy Father God, I pray for the millions of people who are hurting from the coronavirus plague still, all of the deaths, all of the sickness. Comfort them as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, at the same time, we pray, yes, for the millions, 
But Lord, we pray for a few by name as well. As we pray, Lord, for the family and friends of South Carolina resident Emory Smith. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident Francis Spadia. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Indiana resident Dorothean Washio. And a good afternoon to Daniqua Grace as well. Thank you for doing that. And Holy Father God, we pray for all of the people who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. We pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon all of these people. And Lord, hear and answer their prayers and ours for them. And uh, Lord, thank you for the thousands of answers to prayer that you've given to them through uh, your giving us your grace to pray to you for them and them praying for themselves. And we pray, Lord, today for Williams Ray. We pray, Lord, for uh, probably Ray Williams is his name, for the salvation of the perishing souls in India. We pray for Ravi. Please bless him with the donations he needs to make this Christmas event a success and give clothes, food, water, shoes, socks, and blankets to the poor children in Pakistan. We pray, Lord, for Pastor Bushibi, and we join him in thanking you for the great services that they're having over there and the addition of new members to the church, people who have gotten saved and for the kingdom. We thank you, Lord, for the soul saved, restored, and delivered. Lives change and people heal. Thank you for blessing the prayers for the nation's event. Thank you for the ministry opportunities through the Board of Management of Starlight High School. Thank you for the worship services at Kibach, Kibach NG, Sioya. Uh, yeah, and Nas Yanda, and for the Bungoma GBC or GBF region pastors meeting going well. Please bless them as they fast and pray. Deliver them from drought and famine. Please give gracious favor to greater harvests. Heal Dora's knees. Deliver Africa from drought, famine, and starvation. Please provide them with Bibles for new souls, basics for the orphans and widows, food and water ministry resources, and provide for the upcoming women's conference and youth conference in a few days. In Jesus Christ's name, we continue to pray, and Lord, we pray for the thousands who have heard the gospel through the preaching of your word from this pulpit down through the years, and uh, who have gotten saved, and we pray now for a few by name. Help them all to grow in the faith, and to stand strong in the faith, and be the Christians you want them to be. We pray for Oki, we pray for Grace, Julius, Michael, M. Isaac, and all others, and then we pray, Lord, for the people, yea, even the thousands who have done this in the past, and those who have recommitted their lives to you now, and who are doing so, and who are 
wanting us to pray for them. We pray for Teresa, Hassan, GB, Marco, and Lindsay. We commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray, and for his sake, amen.